Hello and welcome to But It's a Classic, the film reviewing podcast where we review films from classics new and old. My name is Phoebe and I have seen every film. My name is Ferdy. I haven't seen any, but today we're watching Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Great start. Great film. Aren't you proud of my opening? I, that was great. You enunciated every word. Thank you. But it's a but classic. Because I feel like it, it does roll into one yeah. a lot like Blur's Castle. Oh, exactly. Welcome to But. <laughs> Welcome to Biak. 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 Welcome to Biatch. <laughs> yeah, originally, when we were coming up with the title, <laughs> yeah. we. We. <laughs> we uh, I think I pitched the idea of calling it, but it's a total classic, honey. Oh, yeah. Because then it's BH. Yeah. 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 Um, which would have been funny for maybe five minutes. Yeah. And then would have gotten And then novelty would have worn well, off very quickly. Welcome to BH. Because I feel like... Um, what's that? Uh, Tricks and Mattel and Cartier. Oh, honey. Yeah. Uh, no, it's... it's oh, mm, oh that, uh. isn't it? I was thinking I, yeah. she does do that. Oh, she, yeah, she does. But also, I, I feel like... Um, I don't know, that the name joke would have got old fairly quickly. Uh, and also, Cartier and Trixie do kind of do a kind of orgasm vo- uh, voice when they're saying their name, which I don't think we could be able to achieve. No. Not that our show is particularly family-friendly. Not at all. What are you talking about? Of course it is. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned on an earlier podcast that um, my grandma listened to one of, one of the episodes with my mum and was perturbed by the number of times I swore. Nice. Uh, so sorry, Granny. Sorry, uh, Grandma. Sorry, sorry, Granny. Which one, Granny? Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then my my uh, dad's mum. So my mum's mum is called Granny, mm. and then my dad's mum is called Gamma. Gamma. Because our surname gamma is Ray. Because ah, she's then Gamma Ray, nice. and that's kind of cute. I like that. That's cute. Um, speaking of mums, yeah, we're watching Lady Dirt. Lady Bird. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it how you do. <laughs> Lady Dirt. We're doing Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. Yes. Uh, which I'm told. Uh, has one of the key relationships be the main character uh, who might be called Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, her relationship with her mum is one of the main relationships. And that's yes. like all I know about the movie. It's very good. Um, that goes without no. saying. <laughs> um, would you would you call it a classic? I would call it a classic, definitely. <laughs> uh, Greta Gerwig's rather beautiful kind of coming of age drama slash comedy uh, mm. thing. Sasha Ronan and Timothy Chalamet, one of his firsts, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just adore Greta Gerwig and I think she's one of the best directors out there yeah. at the moment. And also another female director. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> did she did she write it as well? I believe so, yes. Yes, written by Greta Gerwig nice. as well. Okay. I don't know if this film was necessarily kind of based upon her childhood and her relationship with her mother. Right. Um, but it's a great kind of character study. Mm. I love films that explore... Yeah, love a character study. Mm-hmm. Love I love that, but yeah. specifically yeah. like parent-sibling... No, sorry, parent-offspring. Uh, <laughs> offspring. Well, you never Parent-progeny. <laughs> parent and thing that parent created. Parent. <laughs> sub-parent. Sub-parent. Yeah, subordinate. Child. Yeah, yeah I... Oh God! If it is, if it is a uh, you know an autobiograph, semi-autobiographical mm. thing about her relationship with her mum, then I applaud that. I mean, I applaud it either way because I'm told it's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But um, I've never understood how one is able to create a semi-autobiographical piece. Mm. And not have it be weird for the rest of your family oh, to completely. engage with it, like um, my I, I've oh got so for my playmaking module um, last semester, uh, I wrote a <laughs> a kind of broad farcical comedy oh, yeah. um, about a chaotic family Christmas mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Um, I wrote the first like uh, twenty pages of it. Um, I, I want to extend it into a full show, but. The issue is, I would love to. <laughs> the issue is that my family are all convinced that it's based off of them, right? And very few of the characters are like good people. Oh, fun. so yeah, and like it's only based on them in the sense that I have a mother, and mm-hmm. there is also a mother in the play, right. 
and she sometimes says some of the things that my mum says. Yeah, and you celebrate like, Christmas. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's not based on her in terms of personality. It's based on her in terms of mannerisms, right. if at all. Um, anyway, um, I imagine that because of, you know, standard story structures, there mm. will be some conflict Definitely. in this there uh, is. film. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It would be interesting to see how positively some of those conflicts are played, if yeah. indeed it is semi-autobiographical, because then you're basically just calling your mum out in front of millions of people. Exactly, yeah. And the thing that I'm I'm going to be quite kind of hesitant about with this episode, I suppose, is that mm. I think a lot of daughters and mothers can relate to a lot of the things that get argued about in Ladybird. Oh, okay. I'd say. Um, I don't know, it's... The relationship between mother and daughter, in mm. most cases, I'm not saying that like this is the gospel that every, you know, dynamic <laughs> yeah, should live by, but yeah. they're just very kind of relevant issues, especially when, I don't know, the dynamic between, I believe her name is Christine, uh, Lady Bird, um, Sesharon's character, yeah, Christine, mm. the relationship between Christine and her mother, they're so similar in personality. Yeah. And they're so close. Yeah. That it's just the closeness between them is the reason they argue. And uh, I love that. I, I love that, that as an idea because, you know, you get... It's going to be such a fucking dumbed-down link. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, like buddy cop movies <laughs> where they're so different. Channing Tatum is huge and muscly and Jonah Hill, he's very unfit. <laughs> How are they going to ever be friends? I, I love characters who are so close they're basically inseparable yeah in terms of like proximity but also in relation like they they are very similar but also distinct characters mm-hmm. the fact that you know writers are able to differentiate between them ah, I fucking love that uh, you, you can't tell audience but I'm doing very excited little hand <laughs> movements talking about the intricacies of writing characters I, I fucking yeah. love that shit I read the screenplay recently for um, one of the modules that I do is uh, screenwriting and oh, right. screenwriting yeah. uh, I say oh right like I don't know that <laughs> sorry Carry it's on. like screenwriting workshop mm. with a um, writer that's come into the uni she mm. writes for Hollyoaks it's very cool um, and <laughs> anyway I know right fucking hell that's... she was a masters student at oh, Manchester wow. so okay. she's like come in to teach her wisdom ways you'd think she'd have better things to do Rude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, continue, please. Teaching students is gratifying. I'm sure it is. A plethora of wealth can be given to them. (laughs) But uni film students, I think there are more gratifying groups to teach potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I read the screenplay for it as Mm. part of my just kind of um, background research because at the end of the module, you get to write your own. Anyway, the screenplay is so beautifully written and it's Mm. so kind of dialogue heavy. I love movies that don't necessarily rely on kind of like location that much when it's like more kind of, it's more for dialogue alone, if anything else. Right. There's this beautiful bit at the beginning, like right at the very beginning where it's um, Lady Bird and her mum just like driving in the car Mm. and it's just the kind of, I don't know it's such kind of a raw organic conversation that they have and it has like the mm. pauses to the point of uncomfortability <laughs> it's it's just so good and then I'm arguing about like menial stuff yeah. it's so good anyway yeah. do you right. know much I, about this film um i know i actually don't i know that i mean i've been told that despite it being the favorite film of a large number of my gay friends, mm. it's actually not that gay. No, not true. Um, I know that there's a scene, or, well, I think there might be a scene where someone goes to a thrift store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, I think, is actually it. Like, this may be the film that I know the least about. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I'd say it's probably a favourite within, like, queer communities, mm. because, if anything, it's just good well-rounded mm-hmm. representation of teenage girls yeah, and i'd say yeah. that you don't really get that in many films mm. i mean you do but it's in the lens of like i'm the new girl to the school and i want to be in with the popular crowd and i'm gonna meet i don't know fucking so we did meet Le- girls already we did that <laughs> well it's, it's you know like 10 things i hate about right, you yes, like i'm yeah, gonna yeah. meet heath ledger and he's mm-hmm. gonna sweep mm-hmm. me off my feet 
This one's yeah. just such a kind of grounded, yeah, grounded yeah. and realistic and yeah. ugly portrayal mm-hmm. of what it's like to be an awkward mm-hmm. teenager. Um, <laughs> to be fair, she's in her last year mm-hmm. of uh, high school, and mm-hmm. she's okay. in the process of trying to apply for a very prestigious college. And it's about Golly. yeah, and it's about her mum. Kind of, mm. I wouldn't. They're not from like the most economically privileged background, and right. it's about her mum kind of trying to push back on her wanting to go for it because her mum doesn't necessarily believe right. in her ability. Oh, not dear. in a bad way. She's no, just thinking course, about it realistically. Yeah, yeah. I, but that's such a like thorny, complex yeah. situation, isn't it? I, that's mm-hmm. fucking fascinating. I, it, it, I, I, yeah. Is it so? When you say an ugly, realistic presentation of being an awkward teenager, yeah. my thought with that is immediately something like Superbad, which oh. is one of my favourite films. I, mean, I adore Superbad. Yes, but female gaze. Right. You see what I okay. mean? I think, yes. I'm not saying yeah, that like, Superbad no, is my you're own right. You're right, though, because I like a lot, like the in-betweeners as mm-hmm. well, for example. Ugh. A lot of the awkward teenage... Um, think like classically mm-hmm. um, is represented as boys, yeah. Uh, because girls, because of the mere fact that they are female, mm-hmm. have an inherent appeal to them, Mm-mm. whereas boys don't. Um, I'm not saying that's true. It's just no, how they're represented. How um, I like uh, like Derry Girls. Derry Girls is great. It's very similar. To it's Derry very Girls. Si- okay. Yeah, cause because because they're also say, in a Catholic I'm, school. Oh, okay. Because mm. yeah, there's like crosses and shit on the yeah. uh, poster mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'd say it's mm. Derry Girls is a great example because mm. I'd say that in terms of its kind of awkward, puberty ridden, <laughs> sex obsessed team. Well, not even yeah. sex obsessed, just like wanting to have sex. Right. Like I'd say okay. a subplot to it is Lady Bird wanting to lose her virginity before she goes to college. I see. And okay. the emphasis. Yeah. Because I think that's a fascinating concept because in these films like The Inbetweeners, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of anything else, but like th- that emphasis on I'm a dude, I've got to shag a girl because that's <laughs> going to give me status and make yeah. me cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't normally get that with no, no, you don't. Uh, like Booksmart as well. Yeah, is well, quite a good. Oh, funny you should say that. Oh, I can't. God, what's the name of the actress? Beanie Felstein. I want to say that's how you pronounce her name. Mm. Who was in Booksmart? Right. Um, is in this one. She's um, Lady Bird's oh. best friend. Ah, oh, so, okay. Just as she is the best friend right. of the character in Booksmart as well. <laughs> kind of playing the same character. Yeah. Um, in a good way. Um, so that, that's cinematic universe. Booksmart and yeah. Lady Bird seem to be put mm. into the same category of films. Yeah. Because I think there has been a shift recently to slightly, maybe not like super modern mm-hmm. takes, but a similar sort of slightly lo-fi vibe yes. of teenage girls in like school. And I think maybe sex education could fall yeah. in parts into this category as well. Teenage girls having normal teenage problems mm. as, as opposed to hyper-feminised yeah. teenage problems. I'd say you know, that... Like Angus Thongs and Perfect, Perfect Snogging oh, is one film. of uh, some of my friends' favourite films. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, I, well, it's, I'm not the target demographic, I don't think. I'm 14, it, Dad. I'm practically a woman. It's so right, good. Great. I fucking love that film. But I, I feel like even the title of that yeah. kind of speaks to the sort of manic... Not mm. manic pixie dream girl, but mm. like... The sort of wanting to be a boy obsessed, yes, yeah, <laughs> the kind of boy obsessed thing rather than just I don't know having normal person problems, yeah, as a like instead of problems that just relate to men. I'd say what's great about Ladybird also is that I feel like I'm painting it to you as though it's a film about like a really awkward, nerdy, bookish girl. <laughs> She's not like, no, in the opening scenes. Mm. I won't spoil it, um, mm. but she does something so drastic that someone that was a kind of social reject would never do. Like, she's quite out there as a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she's, have you seen Dairy Girls? Yes, I have. So she's a lot like, oh god, what's the main one called? Erin? Erin, she's a lot like Erin. Right. So Erin yeah. will do things mm. thinking that she's going to be the big I am, but it always <laughs> ends up being to her detriment. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when I she goes up to the girls. characters like that. Yeah. Like, you know, when she goes up to the girls on the bus being like, hey, Move. I'm not going to attempt a Northern Irish accent. Yeah. I was like, you, sh- you should move. Move. Yeah. Move. 
They go, oi noi. Oi noi, I can't. I'm that. the wee lesbian. Sorry, I love accents. You're the wee lesbian. I'm the wee lesbian. What do you mean? <laughs> Jesus, Claire. I can't do it. That was good. That was I wish good. I could do yeah. um, a Dari accent. Any Northern Irish listeners of our podcast, uh, don't sue us. Michelle. <laughs> I love Michelle. She's my favourite. There's there's a lot of very good characters in Derry Girls. Um, but yeah, so mm. the bit where she goes to the back of the bus and tries to move the first years from the back seats because that's their seats, yeah. and then the girl's like, yeah, well, I've got a sister in the um, <laughs> h- highest year who's a fucking massive bully, so she'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and then they all like back off, like, oh, fuck, why did I do that? You know yeah. what I mean? It's that kind oh, of geez. too like what's mm. the word? What's the word? Um, what's that phrase? You can walk the walk. You can talk the talk, but you yeah, can't walk the walk. mouth and no trousers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a good phrase. <laughs> I like that a lot. So yeah, yeah that's kind mm. of what Ladybird is I, like. Yeah, I'm very excited. Like um, she openly decides, I'm going to be called Ladybird now. And you all have to call me Ladybird. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, so her name right. is Christine. Right. Great. But okay. she's like, no. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Um, okay. <laughs> it seems like one of those like roll credits moments mm. where you say the name of the film. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. film. Um, so like... Last episode with Batman, I half expected me to say, "What are you? I'm Batman 1989 <laughs> by Tim Burton." I yeah, starring Michael Keaton. <laughs> starring me, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Fuck! Shit, I said him. it. Yeah. The credits roll. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to watching this. Yeah, one. it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I yeah, I I mean we we would. We've already kind of talked about this, but the I was just thinking as well, um, the mother-daughter relationship mm. is a very important one. And I think it's quite an important one to queer communities as yes. well. Like, um, I've been catching up on Drag Race okay. recently, because yeah. I've had um, assignments due, which obviously means catch up on TV shows. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of the uh, contestants on that cite their relationships with their mothers oh God, yeah. as being hugely important. So, and with their yeah. fathers, not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, in, some, in some cases, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's the maternal relationship seems to be uh, the more influential one. Mm. Out of um, interest, which season? Uh, I think up to through. Thirteen. I think oh, thirteen's a good season. Yeah, with I Bob Mick. Uh oh, no, twelve then. Twelve. Because it's the season before that. Okay, so like uh, Gigi Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's the it's the, it's the uh, slightly illegal streaming service that I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it only goes up to like halfway through that season, oh, no. so I dropped off halfway. Through. You can use my Wildcats slogan. Oh, thanks. Because season That's... fourteen, the one that just came out, was really yeah. fucking good. Was um, it? Yeah, and it had okay. the first um, cis heterosexual man. Yeah, uh, which is called Maddie Morphosis. Maddie Morphosis, yeah. yes. I, in fact, the service I use does have the entirety of season oh, 14 way. on it. It's just they cut off after halfway through 12 oh. for some fuck all reason. Anyway, uh, I think it might be point, because 13 was Netflix, maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Um, anyway, uh, I think we should go watch the movie. Yes, because we've just done a tangent into Drag Race. Yes. <laughs> I could talk about it. <laughs> I think that's a sign that we should probably go watch yes. the film. Um, film. Yeah, let's go Lady Some Birds. Oh, that sounds like a euphemism. But I don't know what for. <laughs> it's a euphemism for watching Lady Bird. Oh, of course, yeah. You, you silly goose. fuck. Yeah. Sorry. I'd heard goose. Okay, so we're going to go watch the movie. Yeah, we're going to go watch the movie now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We are back. We're back. We watched it. We watched Baby Lad. I thought about. I thought you were about to say Baby Driver, and I was like, we did, watched I, Baby Driver. did I blank out this whole movie? <laughs> no, and we I, actually I've, watched Baby Driver. I've seen Baby Driver twice. I like Baby Driver. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just alright. I mean, it has got two not great people as two of the male leads. Yeah, but you can't discard, discredit a whole film based off of their two slightly. Oh no, absolutely characters. not, absolutely not. And apart from anything else, John Hamm is in it, and I adore John Hamm. I like John, John Hamm. Hamm's great. John Hamm is not in Lady Bird. No, he's not. His his absence was noted by mm-hmm. me. That was a that was a nice film. Yeah, that was a lovely film. I've um, heard you 
audibly groaning and rolling your eyes quite a bit. I think that's more what the film intended to be cringy rather than mm. what, like, the film... Rather than, case in point with Batman uh, that we mentioned earlier, um, like... Oh God, I've started so many different sentences that don't make sense. <laughs> it's quite impressive, actually. I was more cringing where the film wanted me to cringe right. rather than where it wanted me to, like, where it wanted my heart to weep. I see. You know? Um, so at the the awkward teenage uh, flirting, mm. it's just, oh God. God, it's so oh, excruciatingly painful, but this is, this, as intended. The two genders being those that go, ah, oh, yes, and find it rather sweet and adorable, and those that go, no, I hate it. No, I hate it. Stop being, stop learning. Stop being twee. <laughs> stop being twee. Um, yeah, no, there was a lot of... <laughs> It is. It is a, an astonishingly well written film. Mm-hmm. It is Fucking so well written, like because it. I, I was saying, um, it's so authentically everything. Like yes. all of the characters are so authentic, and it was hard to pick out um, any that were dislikable. Mm. Like it, obviously, outside of. Maybe maybe not charming is mm. is more the word. Like because even you know Jenna, um, yeah. for all her faults as a person, uh, she was a charming character. Yes, I, I felt. Um, I was. Uh, I had a very nice conversation with uh, while well, Phoebe went to the uh, uh, the little gamers room. Um, I was talking to us. Going to the bathroom. Yeah, went to the bathroom. <laughs> um, I was talking to a lovely friend Joel who came and watched the film with us. Um, and we agreed that Jenna is kind of a cliche, like the sort of spoiled rich girl. Oh, I see. Kind yeah. of like, uh, you're such a fucking batch, mm. you know, shit like that. Not that she ever says that in the film, no. as far as I'm aware. Um, but that, I think, was the only character that felt sort of like a, a, a cookie cutter yeah. thing. I'd say, even, even though she kind of did fulfill that archetype. Mm. There were still kind of nuances to her Oh, as absolutely, well. yeah. But it's just a kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I find it a difficult film to talk about because mm. of how grounded in reality it is. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. everyone, probably our age and our generation, because we're all depressed. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> can kind of, I don't know, find similarities in a lot of the things that happen in it and related mm. to our own lives quite yeah. a bit, regardless yeah. of who you are, I, I, I guess, you know. Mm. Like, everyone's going to have a, what's the word? Tumultuous, is that a word? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. everyone's going to have a rocky relationship with their parents at some yeah, point absolutely. in their lives. absolutely. So it's seeing it kind of laid out perfectly on screen and yeah. on paper to a lesser mm. extent. I don't know, it's very kind of, it, make, it makes you sit there and kind of contemplate which is yeah. probably why I'm a bit more low energy because it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a, yeah, it's a thinker. Yeah, it's not like, like we weren't rolling in the aisles like with Batman. Yeah. Um, laughing at the Joker from the movie Joker. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Got yeah, we got to get it, got to get our one <laughs> per episode. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was a very, very sweet film. Um, and every character is just so fucking lovely. Mm-hmm. Like even the very minor characters, like the priest, oh, the priest, uh, the priest the drama teacher drama guy. Teacher, yeah. He was only in like three scenes, mm-hmm. and he is still one of my favorite characters <laughs> out of the entire cast. He's so fucking lovely. Um, yeah, yeah. Should we talk about Timothy Chalamet? If you want. I mean, because I feel like. <laughs> I just I don't understand why why this fucking teenage boy is a conspiracy theorist. I mean, I don't like Yeah, but there are so many guys. Oh, absolutely, like but him. like I I didn't expect that to be the avenue that it went down. I thought he was going to go down like oh, bassist soft boy. Mm male manipulator core. I mean, he still kind of is. Oh, no, he absolutely is. I'd say part of that, I, I've I've come across quite a few guys in my times who, mm. regardless of whether they are lovely people or not, who are necessarily like kind of like on the alt side of things. Right, you know, yeah. 
who are so kind of depressed for one yep. that their outlook on life is so pessimistic that they absorb themselves into the politics of what's going on around them yeah. and use that as a justification for being so upset. I'm depressed. Yeah. Why are you depressed? Because the world's going to end. Because the war in Iraq. Yeah, exactly. And terrorism and shit. And you get it nowadays. Why are you depressed? Mm. Because Hollywood is run by pedophiles. Like, that yeah. kind of shit. Like, yeah. I know a lot of... I'm not... I feel like saying it's just guys as a generalisation. Like, there are lots of people that... Especially in our generation who... Yeah. The expectation that boomers put on our parents the kind of Thatcher era of our parents and being mm. in crippling debt for the rest of your life has this kind of knock-on impact yeah, to yeah. you get to us and it's like <laughs> the world's gonna end but look at this funny monkey image funny monkey you know what I mean yeah it's I, love like, a, I love a funny monkey we, we absorb ourselves into yeah. kind of internet culture mm. and comedy because everything around around us is so mm. shit. Yeah, and it's very interesting. Um, I think that Ladybird as a film, it kind of shows off very well this little generational microcosm mm -hmm. of depression and angst in like a very real way. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's really interesting that it manages to capture the interplay between the boomer and millennial generations. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I would it, say millennial, I'd say Gen X. Gen X, oh, I'd I say forget. I'd say it's definitely Gen Z versus Gen X. Gen Z versus Gen X. How old is millennials then? Millennials like, is like mid-80s to mid-90s. Are they? I thought yeah. it was like... Millennium we, as in well, the new, like, 2000 True, stuff. but we're Gen X. We're not millennials. I thought we were Gen Z. Sorry, we're Gen Z. We're not oh, millennials. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Like, even huh, though that we're okay. on the cusp, we're... It's the kind mm. of upbringing. Right, I see. Okay. So, uh, so, in that case, the Gen X versus boomers relationship. Are they boomers? The parents? They, yeah. No. Are they not? No. Oh, fuck. Because the I parents, don't know generations at all. So, like, the boomers would be... the. <laughs> Boomers are children of parents who lived in Model Two, so oh, that would be okay. that would be our grandparents. Right. Uh, to be fair, we've got. I would say not everyone yeah. who we know. I I know people that have parents who are more along the millennial side of things. Right. But I think it's fair to say that we've got slightly older generation parents. Yeah. Like, I know that I, my I, parents I do, yeah. are technically baby boomers in terms <gasps> of where they lie. Right. However, okay. they experienced the Thatcher era, um, like economic depression mm. of the Gen X, Gen right. Xers. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yes. Therefore, we are technically millennials. However, okay. we live the same, like, longest Tory government life that the Gen Zs right. are okay. experiencing. So, Gen Z and what generation are the parents? Gen X. Gen X. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Gen it's Z versus Gen it. X. Right. Okay. So. Sorry. What my argument, I don't think is well. I fucking hope not, because if it is, I've, I've invalidated myself. <laughs> but um, I think it captures the, the generational interplay mm -hmm. is something that I find very, very interesting, yes. and the difference in attitudes, and the fact that really they're kind of struggling with the same issues. Yeah. It's just that they sort of blame it on each other, mm -hmm. which I find very interesting. I, um, I would yeah. if if I'd. If I hadn't gone down the film and um, drama route and I'd stuck with sociology, mm. uh, which I was considering doing coming mm. into uni, I'd love to do a study about how similar Z and X are as generations. If you think yeah. about the politics of it, mm. like technically Cold War-like conditions going on on the global scale. If you think about it in relation, yeah, I if, you re if you think about it in relation to Britain specifically, right? Gen, wait, are we Gen X or Gen Z? Gen Z, I think. Okay, thank you. Because Z comes after X. Yeah. <laughs> Z, even. So Gen X had mm. the longest Tory government reigning under Thatcher. Yep. Which didn't yep, yep, change yep. until the millennials, obviously, with mm -hmm. Tony Blair coming in. Mm -hmm. We have had the longest Tory government, which is almost to the same extent as the Thatcher era at the moment, if you think about it. Oh, that's... We're very similar. That's and, upsetting. And we have, when you look at studies of depression rates, Gen yeah. Xs and Gen Zs have the same... Mm 
depression rate yeah. and other not so fun things as well. Mm. We're very similar, which makes me think that when you get Gen X parents who have Gen Z children, it, like you said, so similar, yeah. so many same yeah, issues, yeah, yeah. but different outlooks mm. and different ways of Absolutely. coping. Because it's, yeah, it's like in the film, they're, you know, they, they have different attitudes and they've obviously come from slightly different um I guess backgrounds, but mm. like they've had different upbringings, but they are, you know, both dealing with mental health and the onset of, uh, you know, rising house prices mm -hmm. and cost of living and all that. Um, it's, yeah, like regardless of the traits that the generations are supposed to have, yeah. they have the same issues because Definitely. they live in the same world. And yeah, I think it, 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 it shows that relationship very effectively. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was good. And I just I don't know. It's it's one of those ones where I, I adore films that humanise parents. Yeah. But not humanising look how good they are. But also right. look how shit they can yeah. be. Same with teachers. Yeah. I love when they do that with teachers. Because they're humans yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. humans are gonna get things. I think mm. I don't know, I, I I don't like the idea that as soon as someone becomes a parent they are a gospel. Oh, like, absolutely not. Like they have no idea what yeah, to do. Exactly. Because no one fucking does. And I think that gets even worse when kids get older mm. and have agency and form personalities. Yeah. Because once you fight back, there's this kind of power vacuum where parents go, oh, fuck, how, how are we going to... Yeah. How do we deal with this one now? Because <laughs> the, yeah. the kid now mm. is trying to challenge... Yeah. Because also, it's it, like, obviously, not a parent myself. Mm. Not really super jazzed with the concept of being one in the future but mm -hmm. i imagine that you know having a child is a state of constant change because mm -hmm. like i mean i i felt it as a child stuff was changing constantly i was moving up through school mm. you don't do the same thing more than once as soon as you get used to things being a certain way they change again so you know you can't blame people for I guess, not really living in the past, but, you know, wanting things to remain as they are mm -hmm. uh, for even a bit longer. But that's that's time, baby. Mm. That's, how, that's how it rolls. Oh, dear. It's... It, it's I, Coming-of-age films that manage to bring up conversations like this mm -hmm. through examining a single young person's life and relationships with those around them. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, I love it, but I also, it it's this kind of um, like weight off the shoulders of, oh my God, someone else gets it, you know? Yeah. I get quite a yeah. lot, especially with like her. I'm not saying, I'm not mm. comparing myself to Ladybug's life at all. <laughs> Ladybug's life at all. Ladybug. To be fair, I say Ladybug, actually. I don't Do say you actually? Lady, yeah, I say Ladybug. I don't oh. say Ladybird. Damn. Because yeah. it's a bug. It it is a bug, but that is also the American. Do you call them woodlice or pill bugs? Pill bugs. That's what Americans call them. Or no. roly polies. Call them roly polies. No woodlice. Yeah. Good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I've Just checking. Never Just making heard sure. of pill bug. I mean, Have it makes not? sense. It looks like a pill. Yeah, it looks like a pill, and they roll up, so they're roly polies. The Japanese have little plush toys of woodlice because they think they're really cute, and you don't get woodlice in Japan. So they're really Aww. obsessed with them. Yeah. That's fucking. That's so if lovely. You, you can go to like Goshapon, like yeah. claw machines, and you can get like Aww. a fluffy stuffed plush that's, woodlouse that's so fucking wonderful it's also so japanese <laughs> do you yeah, know what i mean yeah i like appreciating i like appreciating things that other countries have that we don't yeah i like that like um oh, other countries don't have or other yeah other country mm. as in they don't have woodlice yeah yeah but i like um so japanese uh, japan is appreciating things oh, that I other countries right. yeah, yeah okay. so like um raccoons yeah, uh, they're a pest in America, basically, because they them. go through trash. But over here, we just—they have their little hands. Oh, they got little, little they, yeah, they got little hands, and they wash their food before they eat <laughs> have it. Have you seen? Oh no, that makes me so sad. Have you seen the, the video? The cotton the candy video. Oh, yeah, it's the candy floss, and oh. it goes to wash it, and it just disintegrates. It's in the so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so, isopods and uh, mammals aside, mm -hmm. I was—I'm not relating my life to ladybirds mm. in any stretch of the way because it's so completely different. Right. But just those menial kind of—I mm. um, don't know. Oh God, I can't even think of an example now. 
of popularity mm. and the desire to lose one's virginity and that kind of yeah. like stuff that I don't think is again it was what you you were saying in the first part mm. isn't necessarily shown in the lens of girls. No, no. It's I mean yes the popular the popularity train is always talked right, about yeah. in like feminine centered teen mm. films. But that kind of I am a girl who wants to lose their virginity mm. as opposed to I am a girl who's going to give a boy the facility yes. to lose his yeah. virginity. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's the women's job to be pursued and not to yeah. pursue. It's Yeah, exactly. And also mm. just the kind of meh-ness of it as well, <laughs> which I think is very important. Yeah. And that it shouldn't mm. be this kind of hyped up thing. Because yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. fucking, what was his name? Ky- is it Kyle, Timothy Chalamet's character? Yes, Kyle. Like coming in like three uh, seconds. And, and also, I mean... What a stereotype of a Kyle. Yeah. Oh, man. He is such a Kyle. <laughs> but also, it's Lady yeah. Bird after being like, who loses their virginity on top? It's <laughs> <As well. laughs> yeah. such a brilliant yeah, fucking it's, line. Oh, it's great. That and her saying, fucking wonderful. <laughs> your, your mother has a, a boob job. She made, she made one mistake when she was 19. Two, Two mistakes. mistakes. <laughs> fucking great. I may have just shouted in the microphone. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it's... Oh, God. It's just... So and again, you, you're absolutely right. Your your life, moment to moment, completely different to Ladybirds, but the overarching themes mm-hmm. are the same, and that's why we love going of age films. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's it's wonderful that it's as I say, able to examine everybody's life yeah. while looking at one person's life. I I think it's very good. Um, yeah, one thing I will say, and I think this may be the only negative that I say mm. about the film is, well, first of all, how strongly do you feel about the film? I mean, I will, I will say, like, this was technically only the second time I've watched this film. Oh, really? And upon, mm. I watched it with my parents mm. the first time. Actually, kind of a few, like, um, it was the summer before I came to uni. Yeah. I watched it, and it was a very emotional experience because I think both me and my parents had this kind of like sense of, oh God, she's about oh to go. Do you know God. what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. Not in a sad way, it was just no, kind of- No, but like big change. Uh, yeah, having, having the yeah. fear that parents have around their kids mm. going to uni like on screen whilst that's almost about to happen. Oh, like I remember yeah. I was applying for student finance <laughs> that like in the morning whilst right, we were in like a yeah. holiday cottage. Oh, I need to apply for my student finance. Well, you better do that. Yeah, I better do that. that Sorry, carry on. <laughs> oh no, I I, rem- I said that to my roommate yesterday. And she was like, "Fuck, I need to do that as well." Yeah. Anyway, Oops. I've already done it because yeah. um, I I almost came into second year and I've forgotten to do it uh, last time. Uh-oh. I left it really late. Anyway, I've got it now. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, like we were applying for my student finance mm. at this holiday place. And then we watched it, the movie that night or something along mm. those lines. So yeah, very emotional. So anyway, what I was about to say is I really enjoy this film and there isn't mm. much that I could say took me away from that. I think it maybe dragged a little bit um, in like the end of the first section, I'd say. Right, okay. That's about it though. Yeah, so the there were only like a couple of things mm. that were negative that I noticed. First one, uh, it was just a couple of continuity errors, which isn't even a negative. No. It's just something I notice. Yeah. Like there's a, a shot when she's talking to her dad and her hair's behind her ear in one shot and not behind her ear in another, then back to behind her ear, then back to in front of her. It's, it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't mean anything. I just notice that stuff. Um, but the... I And this is another thing I was talking to Joel about is the ending... Like the last leg, that like the last fifth of the movie, maybe it doesn't end where you think it's going to end. Where did ever. you think it was going to end? I thought it was going to end about twenty twenty five minutes before it ended. When was that? Uh, so, well, so this is the thing. It there are three or four maybe quote unquote resolution points mm-hmm. where it feels like the main arc of what Ladybird is. You know, like it feels like her character arc could conclude mm-hmm. a couple of resolutions earlier. Mm. You know, so when she's uh, hugging Julie, looking at the bridge, uh, and going, "Oh, I'll just go to Davis and I'll see you every day," that feels like, oh, she's come to terms with mm. the fact that, and like combined with 
uh, her essay loving Sacramento yeah. um, and like her thinking oh maybe I, I'm just obsessed with it and maybe I do love it and I love my family and I love my best friend and I have a life here blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I think it would have been alright to end it there mm. maybe because um, you know that's a, a perfectly reasonable end to an arc that's not to devalue the rest of the uh, film at all because um, it is a very sweet and poignant ending yeah um, but I think it it would have worked had it ended there instead we get like oh she she gets her acceptance letter great amazing oh and then she goes to the airport and her mum doesn't say goodbye but then comes back too late and then we see the plane take off ah oh that's mm-hmm. a sweet ending her dad says she'll come back that's a sweet ending and then we see her in New York unpacking a room okay that that'll be a sweet ending and mm. then oh no, but she uh, pukes after kissing a guy at a party wakes up in the hospital oh that'd be a sweet ending no then she goes to church okay that'd be a sweet ending oh no 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 but then she calls her mum it's like there's a lot of extra material at the end and it I guess that a lot of her arc is coming to terms with her name because mm. that is like a symbol, yeah. I guess, of her growth as a character. The fact that she hates her name at the start and then comes to terms with it at the end. It's a symbol of her parents' I, love for her. I don't maybe. think it was ever a case of her hating her name. I think it was a case of her trying to rebel against her parents. Right, yeah. yeah. That So preferring the other mm. name, I mean. For me, I mm. always saw the film, and I still do, mm. not as her coming of age with herself right. and who she wanted to be or, like, her want to go to uni. I always saw it as a relationship film between her and her mum. Oh, absolutely. Like, it that's, is almost just as much about her mum as it is about her. You needed to have the phone call at the... I agree, I think, the bit yeah, where she goes to the party yeah. at the very end with the guy yeah. was a bit unnecessary in her way yeah. to the hospital. Mm. I just think... Uh, it's it's such a kind of poignant ending mm. because I think it would have been almost too too generous if yeah. they were able to make it mm. up to each other in person. Yes, exactly. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I and actually that was something I really liked about the movie, the fact that it doesn't lean on the kind of poetic, fateful mm-hmm. uh things like the the tearful running to greet each other at the airport yeah, for the final yeah. time. I, I like that it doesn't rely on stuff like that. It's actually kind of quite grounded in... Yeah, yeah actions have consequences, but also those consequences aren't the end of the world. Exactly. And I also think I just I the symbolism of the ending and them not mm. being able to speak to each other in person... Yeah. And it going to answer phone as well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those ones where they will never have the best mm. relationship no, with each other. And they will always argue because mothers and daughters yeah. are always going to argue yeah. through the entirety of their life. Like, mm. even when, I don't know, the mother is, like, aged, they're always going yeah. to argue. And I no, think absolutely. having... It's it's like a resolution, but it's not. Do you know what I yes. mean? It's yeah. like, I'm probably going to come back for, I don't know, the holidays, mm-hmm. and we're going to have an argument over something really menial. <laughs> But we're still going to love each other. Yeah. It's just... And then you're going to pick out a dress and we're going to immediately yeah. forget about <laughs> so it. so good. It's such yeah. a sweet scene. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I think... Mm. It, what, what's part of maturing is understanding that you are never going to have a complete... Maybe not a good... Not, not I don't mean a good relationship. A complete understanding right, of your parents. Right, of course. Yeah. And I think yeah. the, the sooner people... I mean, obviously it comes with ageing, but the sooner people realise that there is always going to be an issue with your family dynamic and you aren't going to be able to solve that ever because Mm. the older you get, the more you realise that you shouldn't hold your parents on a pedestal and you should treat them like normal people. people. Yeah, Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think it's very um, powerful then with that in mind that Mm -hmm. none of the... Well, very little of the growth in their relationship comes from direct communication yeah. between them. I, you're right, they don't do it in person. Um, they they read each other's letters. Her mum puts the dress that she's sewn up on the thing, looks yeah. at her as she's sleeping, it's all very sweet. The notes. The, yeah, the notes, the... 
um, you know, they don't talk to each other. Um, they they realize stuff in their own time. Um, and I think, yeah, it's it, you're right. Even though the film is about ladybirds, obviously, mm. it wouldn't be. It, it it wouldn't be satisfying to not resolve um, Marion's character arc as well. Yeah, you know. And um, so I think yeah, the the phone call at the end is really like necessary. You could maybe just push it forward ten oh, minutes. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it addresses a lot of issues mm-hmm. in only an hour and a half. Only yeah, only an hour and a half as mm-hmm. well. It addresses a lot of issues. Not many of them are completely central to the plot, mm. but overall it has a very liberal view of them. And I think that's yeah. nice. I yeah. think that's good. It addresses race in like one moment, but you kind of feel it throughout, mm-hmm. I think. Um, oh, what, with the brother? With, yeah, with Miguel. Yeah. Um, because it's never really... I don't think mentioned directly. No, I, that's what, always one that I'm. Yeah. I always wonder about. I assume he's. Like, ad- yeah, I assume he's adopted. Yeah. Or like maybe I don't know, mm. like uh, other father or something potentially. Oh, like a step sibling. Yeah, maybe. Not even step. Oh. Like half. Like Miriam. Oh yeah. And, yes. Yeah. No, that's know. what I mean. That's what I mean. Like I, I appreciate yeah. the kind of ambiguity of that. That yeah. it doesn't have to matter. Mm. Because exactly, it doesn't have to matter. He is, mm. you know, he is mm. their brother, their son. You but know? it's still has a moment of addressing it which yes. i think is which i think is good because it, again it establishes that people outside of your sphere mm-hmm. uh, assuming that the audience is seeing themselves in ladybird mm-hmm. people outside of your sphere have their own shit going on mm. and the mental health things as well not only with the dad but with um the priest character yeah. as well um oh. What was he called uh, Le- Levi Leviach? Yeah, Father Leviach. Um, again, he's only in about three scenes. Yeah, and you know he still has shit going on. Same yeah. with Julie. Julie disappears uh, for a large chunk of the film, mm-hmm. and she fully has her own character art going on in the background what I do love and I think it's a sign of how brilliant Greta Gerwig is Mm. as a writer is that every character has a purpose in some they have a resolution yes absolutely like you could have Kyle Timothy Chalamet's character Mm. as a very one note kind of gaslighter kind of character (laughs) like kind of Morrissey poetry boy kind of shit which he basically is the best kind but you put in this bit about him having a father who has cancer and the bit when she leaves his house and you see the father in the chair with the um, Mm -hmm. what's it the the oxygen tank yes yeah like that that in itself Mm. like you didn't need to put that in no but it's it's just everyone's the, a human. Like and also all the kids have some sort of relationship with their parents that they mention yeah. at some point. You know, like um what's yeah, that's a really called? good uh Julie. Julie, Julie yeah. yeah. Like, you know, her mum and dad being, I would assume, divorced and right. her mother has a new hus- um boyfriend at the moment. Oh yeah, and she mentions her real dad yeah. having resurfaced. Resurfaced, yeah. So what he's, does that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a really good or point. Or even their friend, um, mm. Oh God! What's the theatre kid called? Uh, Danny. Danny, yeah. yeah. Danny being gay and not being yeah. able to tell his parents because they're Catholic. The, Irish the, Catholics. the reveal of that is so brief. Yeah. That's a blink and you'll miss it I thing, know. and it's still a huge moment mm-hmm. for the character, and that's wonderful. That's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. It manages to cram so much into solo, and also the fact that all of these ongoing stories have effects on each other mm-hmm. like um maybe not necessarily a direct effect on um ladybird but father leviach's um mental health thing um it's again not explicitly mm-hmm. addressed but you know sort of implied um certainly has a thing for the audience in terms of a direct comparison Mm. for uh, Larry, the dad. Um, But also it's a a point for um, Marion to like kind of think about what's going on and 
how Levayich, his his first thought is don't tell your daughter. Yeah. And like, you know, her relationship with him being valuable. It's, yeah, it's such a fucking tightly plotted movie. Yeah. It's so well done. And I, I do, I do love Ladybird's dad as mm. a character as well. Yeah. Larry's such a fucking sweet guy because mm. he just he just wants the best for his kids mm. and that when Miguel gets the job oh, and Larry no, doesn't tragic. oh heartbreaking again generational divide exactly. that's another major thing um hiring youth over experience yeah exactly and like oh yeah all the programmers are babies now yeah, um, hint, hint. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um I, I I guess it's it's kind of absent in like my parents don't really do it but there's a you know the good cop bad cop mm. thing with um Larry and Marion Larry and Marion Larry that's, and Larry <laughs> that's intentional that's going to be intentional um like the good cop bad cop thing i my parents kind of they they're quite independent in that right. they they will um speak their mind and be nice in equal measure um but i know that that's a relationship not a relationship a dynamic that yeah. A lot of um, families have as well. Yeah, because it's, it, it, yeah. it's like how how do you I don't know. It's like how do you kind of how do you discipline your kid? Like what approach yeah, do you exactly. take? Like I can't even begin to imagine mm. like if I ever had kids how I would go about that because you yeah, know exactly. people people bash you if you do the helicopter parenting thing. Yeah. People bash you if you just let them get on with things. Yeah. People bash you if you take a mean approach or if you mm-hmm. take a kind mm-hmm. of a never say no approach yeah. like think you know did you ever watch like um outnumbered yeah you know oh, like I fucking they love never technically yeah. discipline their kids no, every of course. They probably need to yeah and that and then you laugh at that because they're lovely to their kids yeah to the point but they where, have no control exactly yeah. outnumbered mm. and it's well there you go mm. um and yeah it's it's tricky because then it kind of brings into question how well the parenting works yeah because on the one hand um, Ladybird is at least in the capacity that we see her in the film. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's implied that afterwards she becomes a real person and is very grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, but within the film, she's very kind of unruly and mm. does whatever she wants. Chucks herself out of a moving vehicle, <laughs> breaks her arm. Shit happens. Um, <laughs> But she does grow up into yeah. an upstanding member of society, it yeah. is implied. So does the parenting work in the moment? Maybe. Does it work in like proactively yeah, in the knows? future? Maybe. I yeah. don't know. It's it's a very difficult thing. If anything, she grows up into her mum. Like not in a bad way. No, the, no, I I completely agree with that. It's the bit that. where she's talking to her mum on the well not talking to her mum, like leaving the voice yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. And talking about her first drive through Sacramento, mm, yeah, um, and you just see that kind of like parallel shot between her mum yes, driving and her absolutely. driving, really beautifully done as well. If you think about like, I love all the cutaways to her mum at work, mm. and how kind of brave facing her mum has to do everything, you yeah. know. But then also because mm. like her mum could theoretically just explode. Yeah. And be like, this is everything that's happening at work. I have a horrible job. I work in, what was it? She said, like, the psych ward? Yeah. Like, I'm having yeah, to deal yeah. with everyone else's mental health every single day, and I'm having mm. to keep a brave face about it. Da, 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 da. But she mm. doesn't. Yeah. It's it's so, even though she has these moments of kind of weakness where she does mm. lash out, she's so composed in all of it. I mean, I guess mainly because she was saying in that one throwaway line, you know, when Ladybird's like, oh, why you never mean, t- why do you never do this? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And she says, oh, because my mother was an abusive alcoholic. Yeah. Which is such oh, a kind of, man. there's there's no kind of, what's the word? It's just said. Yeah. And there's no glamorizing yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. It's mm. just, this is how it is. Mm. And I'm not going to do that as a parent. It's yeah. like, oh, it's so mm. good, man. The and writing. Yeah. And it kind of affirms that everybody in the well minus maybe a couple Mm. like the vast majority of the people in the film are just people who are trying their best to be good people yeah you know like um even like characters who don't get a lot of screen time like shelly for example expresses a massive amount of gratitude Mm. towards um lady bird's family for taking her in um you know, Shelley's the girlfriend. Yes, the uh, Shelley is Miguel's girlfriend. Um, 
Yeah, and and Danny is caught between, um, you know, his duty to his parents and his religion uh, and his sexuality and all yeah. that. Um, it's yeah, everyone is a good person trying yeah. to be a good person. The best that they can be. It's yeah, and it's just conflict of interest, really, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. just I don't know the kind of we don't have a lot, but we're going to make do with yeah. it what we can. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it's very it's very poignant. Yeah, I'd say that's it's a, a, good it's a word. really really sweet film mm-hmm. that is just it, it's just beautifully written. It's yeah. just so beautifully written and so accurate and affirming and grounded mm. and it's very good. It's interesting because the theme of motherhood at the moment for me is very yeah. uh, prominent. Not not because of anything deep. I just <laughs> <laughs> I watched a um, a play at mm. Manchester Home oh, uh, right. on Tuesday mm. um, by this uh, female uh, theatre company called Rashdash, who do oh, right. kind of like straight. They're called like punk feminist theatre. It's okay. very like unapologetic, very visceral, nice. like nudity and shit like that on stage. Yeah. Anyway, they did a play called Oh Mother, right. which uses anecdotal real life stories about the mothers of the two women that are involved in the company okay. and talk about the kind of ugly side of parenting and having a kind of small child. Okay. This does have a point, kind of. Um, <laughs> and yeah. just the thing that struck me was the brutal honesty in mm. sometimes my baby cries so much that I want to kill it, like that kind of yeah. shit, like laid out mm. on screen and postnatal depression and stuff that mm. you don't, Still to this day, not even doctors feel confident enough talking about these issues. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I've just gone on a tangent to talk about how much no, I, I get annoyed at women's it's, health. It's exactly mm. kind of what we see in Marion, in mm. that she is not only protecting Ladybird from, well, Ladybird's negative tendencies and yeah. urges it's also protecting ladybird from what marion could be yeah you know if she was like her own mother yeah and yeah parents are heroes parents are heroes parents are, but heroes. Parents are gonna make mistakes as well yeah exactly and parents are to, heroes but parents are human yeah and you've got to human kind of allow heroes. them some sort of yeah. uh what's the word uh sympathy yes oh absolutely kind of I think I you know. can sympathise with most characters in Lady Bird. Yeah, definitely. I think that makes it a good film. It does. That makes it a classic. A classic. <laughs> I think that's a nice point to yeah, round off very on. Reflect- yeah, know, very right? reflective yeah. episode, but it's a very reflective I feel like movie. I whittled on a bit, but I guess oh, I know. Oh, fucking so did I. You know, I, I, I talked for like yeah. a minute straight. If not longer, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't know. So, I think I yeah, guess because it's like good. a daughter-mother thing. Yes, you know, you can find <laughs> yeah. obviously because I am yes. a daughter. Yes, yes, yes. Who has a mother? You know what I mean? Like you can find <laughs> from basis alone. A daughter can, with a mother, unheard of. Um, you're gonna be able to like yeah. find things that you can understand yeah. because every daughter and mother, mm. to a certain extent, have similarities that yeah. you can see in Ladybird. Not all, yeah. because I know everyone has like a different yeah, exactly. relationship with their family, but yeah. you know, yeah. if you have one and where you live with... Nah. We don't live in Sacramento. No, we don't. So Damn, can't relate at all. For better or for worse, <laughs> we don't live in Sacramento. Um, thank you very much for tuning in, yes. everyone. Thank uh, you very make much. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, and Spotify. At, uh, oh yeah, Instagram is at but it's a classic underscore pod p o d. So that you can keep up with uh, fun fun meta fact. Yeah. We've had such a fucking nightmare organising oh, this screening dang. for Ladybird last week. Curse of the Ladybird um, screening. Unforeseen circumstances. We had to cancel last minute, uh, mm. and then this week there were some people in the John Caskin and we doing opera. Doing opera. Who does opera? How dare at, they be creative? 12, at 12 <laughs> p.m. on a Saturday. We've had oh. this room booked for ages. <sighs> to be fair, someone anyway. always does end up coming in. And it's like, yeah, no, exactly. Please, we had this place booked. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. The editing is going to be awful. Oh, but <laughs> anyway, it's all good. It's we all did the fine. first half in the corridor. Exactly. It's yeah. What did you say? Gorilla recording. Gorilla recording. Gorilla yeah. Recording. We were sat down, really hunched like over. Yeah. So if we sounded fun. a little bit weird in the mic, that's why. Cause <laughs> yeah. we didn't, we're not. We weren't yeah. sitting down. We were hunched over. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> we will take that into account for next space. week, and hopefully, um, it'll all be good. Yes, we uh, should put the sign back on the door. Yes, we've got to put the sign this time. Yeah, that's why we should do one up there on the other right, entrance as well. Matter. Doesn't matter. Anyway, oh, yeah. um, quickly before oh, yeah. we go, please, 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 please uh, give us um, us a rating on Spotify. Oh, because uh, I did nice. a bit of research, yeah. and the higher the rating, the more it's going to be promoted to other people Ooh. that might listen to other film-related podcasts. Huge. So, Enormous. if you could please give it a rating, that really helps us mm-hmm. with getting the show out to more people. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much Thank for listening, gang, and we will see you. Next, next time, yeah. No, I actually don't know what I'm doing next. Which is Me fun. neither. We'll figure it out. Delightful. <laughs> See you soon, guys. Bye. Lots of love. <laughs>